And hello, everyone. Welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Vic Batista, along with my co-host, Nathan Jones, and we're transmitting live. And we thank you for being part of today's program. We are with Lamb Lion Ministries. And today's program is titled False Foolish Prophets. So we hope that you can stay tuned and share this program with your friends and family and those of us following following us on social media. But before we continue, I'm going to ask my co-host, Nathan Jones, if you will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you for everybody who's tuned in. They want to know you, Lord. They want to grow in their faith and understanding of you. And Lord, there might be seekers here who haven't accepted you as their Savior yet. So we pray that you'll put your message on their hearts, uh, move you, them by your Holy Spirit. And Lord, we just pray you'll bless and encourage us this day in these dark days that we may grow in our faith in you. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Again, false, foolish Prophets is the title of our message. We are in Ezekiel chapter 13. We hope that you can follow along with us. But before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host Nathan Jones to the program. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Brother, always good to be on with you, sharing God's word and ministering with you. I was, uh, folks don't know that you're probably you're in Florida and I'm here in Texas. But uh, last month, we got to have you come out here to Texas. Can you tell everybody why? Nathan, we had the Storm Warning Conference, and what a blessing it was to see everyone live, and everyone did such a great job. By the way, I love your intro video on your segment of the conference, and individual, individuals can still find that on YouTube, right, Nathan? Right. We had our Storm Warning, uh, the Urgency of the Rapture Bible Prophecy Conference. Our ministry holds an annual conference, a regional conference, and a streaming conference every year. So last month was our July annual Bible conference held here in the Dallas area, which we were blessed to have Brother Vic and many other great speakers join us. But if you'd like to catch that, we had some fantastic speakers, fantastic messages about the signs of the end times. You can find that on our Christ in Prophecy YouTube channel. And soon our television program, Christ in Prophecy, will air excerpts from each of those. And the first episode airing September 11th will be Vic giving the signs, the spiritual signs, both positive and negative, and I'll be giving the signs from nature, particularly extreme weather and prophecy. So check us out on our Christ in Prophecy YouTube channel. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nathan, for sharing that. And we want to encourage you guys take hold of these amazing resources to help you grow in your relationship with the Lord and also understanding the, the times in which we're living. We're living in exciting times, Nathan, but also perilous times. But yet the Bible spoke about all those things. It should not be a surprise. In one of our segments of the program, we shared a little bit about what happened in the U.S. just this past week or so with the whole situation there in uh, here in Florida, as a matter of fact, with Donald Trump's estate where it was raided there, the Mar Largo state, and people were in, in a panic uh, uh, around the country. What's going on? But you and I spoke about this. Some of this the Lord told us that nations will rise against nations, that there will be disruptions in government. And we're seeing Bible prophecy being fulfilled right before our eyes, right? Well, I think this is why age limits on politicians and term limits as well should be put into effect. We have an 80-something-year-old crowd of politicians who've been in 40, 50 years, and they can't give it up. And they're getting desperate now, and they want to hold on to the power as long as possible. They look to China and see a one-party communist system and drool over it because they wish we had that here in the United States. And Now, Lamb and Lion Ministries is a Bible prophecy teaching ministry, and our mission is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. We're not a political commentary. Uh, Vic and I will not be giving you politics, but politics are one of the signs of the end times. It's the nations move towards an eventual globalist government. That's what the Bible prophesies, where the Antichrist, a one-world ruler, will rise up, 
to rule the world, but only for seven years. Then King Jesus returns, defeats him triumphantly, and then sets up his kingdom over the world for a thousand years. So, brother, the idea of nation states are starting to go away. A global government is forming, and uh, it won't last long because Jesus is coming back. So that's the future of politics in a nutshell. I love that, Nathan, and you made a very good point. We're not politicians here, but but Bible prophecy ties very well with the situations happening globally in our country. We're a big player uh, in, in influencing this world, and we know that uh, uh, prophecy is being fulfilled. We know that nations are going to come together uh, to form this union, as the Bible talks about in the last days, and, and that's exactly where these disruptions are coming from. It's a struggle for power. The world is uniting. And we see that happening right before our eyes. In the midst of all this, there's individuals, uh, 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 again, trying to uh, close their eyes to the reality of what's happening or turning a blind eye, while you and I and others are saying, hey, wake up, be alert. All this is going somewhere. Nathan, and of course, in the prophet Ezekiel, in his time, he was doing the same. He was alerting the people, the people of Israel, of the pending judgments that will be coming. And on one of our last segments of our program, people were saying, no, this is not going to happen. They even had a proverb in their own time in terms of how everything was going to be at ease and at peace. Yet the word of God said that destruction was coming. And this is where we're going to continue looking at the book of Ezekiel, because there always are those false prophets and false teachers trying to contradict the word of God and they will always be wrong. So we find in Ezekiel chapter 13, there are verses one and two, that the Bible says, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man prophesy against the prophets of Israel who prophesy and say to those who prophesy out of their own hearts, hear the word of the Lord. Nathan, there seems to be always, right? These so-called prophets rising on the scene, trying to contradict what God wrote in his word. It, and we live in a time, too, very similarly. When we talk about people that are speaking in the name of God, if you go to uh, watch.org, it's a website, a cult-watching website, or Watchman Fellowship. James Walker is a former Mormon who got saved and now leads a ministry to lead people into discernment against the false prophecies and false teachers out there. And, brother, there are 1,200 religious organizations and 500 cults just in the United States alone. I mean, that's amazing when you think about it. there's so much false teaching out there. People saying that they're speaking in the name of God, the name of Jesus, when really they're speaking for themselves. As we read in Ezekiel 12 last week, it's about for their own lusts and evil desires. That's why they're doing it. And to drown out the word of the God of God. So people who are seeking can't find the truth. Our, our message is being drowned out in an avalanche of false teachings and lies and the Bible prophesied that that would be a sign of the end times, and we're living in such a time. Wow, Nathan, and it's so true. I mean, here in Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 13, it says, Thus says the Lord, woe to these foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and give, excuse me, and have, and have seen nothing. I really think that that's a word for even what's happening today, Nathan. Everywhere you turn, there's so many people talking about uh, how they've heard from God and they've gotten a revelation from God. And uh, we see so much of this, but yet the Lord spoke about this in Matthew chapter 24, right, Nathan? There in verses four through six, that, that, that it will be a growth in lies and deception 
as the jurors draw near to the Lord's coming. Absolutely. You know, we here at Lamb and Lion Ministries believe that the gift of prophecy isn't the same today as it was when the Apostle John completed Revelation. Now, today, when people with the spiritual gift of prophecy, we have a passion to share the good news of Jesus Christ's salvation with others in the short time we have left. And prophets today can discern what the Bible is talking about concerning the end times. What they cannot do is predict what the future is, for God has already given us a full account of what will occur in the Bible. So today we have all these guys calling themselves prophet this and prophet that, and God told me this and God told me that. No, he didn't. I'm sorry, but if, if you're following a guy who calls himself a prophet and saying he's getting visions from God, he's not. Because the book of Revelation says that all prophecy has been written and revealed and fulfilled in the Bible. We don't need to go outside the Bible looking for modern day prophets. Now, Acts 2.17 shows that the early church fulfilled what Joel 2.28 said, that prophecy would come as a miraculous gift in the early church. And Joel was, But he was also talking about the day of the Lord when it, it would come back. Now, we're not in the day of the Lord yet. The day of the Lord is the tribulation time period, a seven-year time where God's going to judge the world for its sins, and there will be a return of the prophetic gifts, and real prophecies will be made, but that's after the church has been raptured and taken off this earth. So I'm not a cessationist. We're not a cessationist here at Lamb and Lion where we believe all the spiritual gifts have been done away with. Truly not. But the gift of prophecy today is a forth-telling gift. In other words, we warn people of what the Bible says about the end times. We're given no new prophecies. And unfortunately, many people end up in cults because they listen to people who say they're speaking for the Lord. And even in Ezekiel's time, as we're reading here, people were doing just that. Nathan, excellent point. Again, for those of you that just tuned in, you're tuned into a Truth to Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones. So looking at the book of Ezekiel, again, we're talking about these uh, false, foolish prophets that existed in Ezekiel's time and also exist during our time. Nathan, interestingly enough, uh, Matthew chapter 24 uh, verses four and on, uh, there was this amazing prediction of the temple, how it was going to be destroyed and other prophecies. And one of the things that the Lord spoke about was how there will be, there will be a lot of deception and many false prophets, uh, coming on the scene. And, and again, second Peter chapter two, verses one and four also spoke to us about, speaks to us about false prophets. And, and it just seems that, you know, all throughout the Bible, there's always been warning, uh, uh, regarding the dangers of false prophets and false teachers. And I think today we really need to pay attention to what's happening around our world or we're going to find ourselves very deceived as a nation. Oh, you're absolutely right. You know, it's interesting when Jesus told the apostles when they were at the temple, he says, you know, all this is going to be destroyed. And the apostles are like, what? How could that be? This is God's house, right? And so they said, the Lord, how? what are the signs that will lead up to your return you know when this happens your return and the end of, of this age and jesus the number one sign he gave and he repeated it three times in matthew 24 and luke 21 and mark 13 is a proliferation of false christs false prophets and false teachers brother we live in a time where there are false teachers everywhere the lies that are going on everywhere and it's again for the purpose of drowning out the truth as revealed in the bible Brother, I, I don't know how many, I don't know about your area, but here in the Dallas area, the Mormon church is growing in leaps and bounds. Almost every neighborhood now has a Mormon church being built. And they're coming at your doors all the time, young guys and 
they're doing their two years of missions work. And you, you talk to them and you say, well, you know, Joseph Smith was a false prophet. And here's the reason. This is how he lived. And this is what he did. And now this has been disproven. And they look at you and they say, well, I just feel that what I believe is right. Well, I'm sorry. It's not based on feelings. It's it's based on fact. The truth is. And so I see these poor young men going around so deceived because it's what they want to believe. And it's really a self-deception. And, and that's another sign of the end times that the people will be self-deceived. Nathan, and in our in our area here in the Daytona Beach, we're actually very close to some of the largest uh, Jehovah's Witnesses centers. Oh. And the same thing, Nathan, here they are hitting every block, every home. They're even sending out personal handwritten letters and i received one <laughs> about two weeks ago because now because of covid they're not allowed to go face to face uh door knocking so now they're doing uh web evangelism if you will nathan and they're sending uh, they're sending out letters and they are all about uh their false doctrines and, and they're they, the the false prophets and the false um uh prophecies by these false prophets and, and occultic religions are moving forward like wildfire. And Nathan, it reminds me what Peter said in, in 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. The Bible says, but there were also false prophets amongst the people, even as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in a destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who brought them and bring on themselves swift destructions. And many will follow the destructive ways because of whom the way of truth be blasphemed. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time, their judgment has not been idle and the destruction does not slumber. So, Nathan, you're seeing it on your end uh, with the Mormons. I'm seeing it on I am with Jehovah's Witnesses. And, and again, the Bible talks about that this is what's going to happen in the end times. Oh, Absolutely. And that begs the question, then, how do we identify what a false prophet is? I mean, well, we have to put them to the test. And we had read in our show last week that Deuteronomy 18, 21 through 22 says, you may say to yourselves, how can we know when a message has not been spoken by the Lord? And Moses said, if what a prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord does not take place or come true, that is a message the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken presumptuously, do not be afraid of him. Or in other words, do not listen to him. Don't, <laughs> don't follow him. Don't join his cult. Don't go to his, his kingdom hall. Don't do any of these things. So in other words, a prophet had to be accurate 100% of the time. And so there's quite a number of tests you can I can give you eight just, just to top it off here. Uh, for one, if, how do you know to discern a false prophet? Well, if a prophet speaks in the name of, say, Allah or Matre or Vishnu and not necessarily the God of the Bible, they're a false prophet. If a prophet tells you you can be saved by putting your faith in people other than Jesus, such as Mary, the mother of Jesus, they're a false prophet. If the prophet lives a sinful life not committed to holiness, they're a false prophet. If the prophet's followers are motivated by worldly living and do not produce spiritual fruit, they're a false prophet. If the prophet focuses on self-aggrandizing visions about personal trips back and forth to heaven and hell, they're a false prophet. If a prophet never talks about sin or makes any call for repentance, well, they don't believe in the gospel. They're a false prophet. If a prophet appears greedy for money, well, you know, they're not truly from the Lord. And number eight, the prophet focuses on himself or the Antichrist or some sensationalist Bible prophecy and not on Jesus Christ, then they're clearly a false prophet. And well, 
Nathan, I love that list. And we want to encourage any one of you that's tuning in to this program, write those down because, Nathan, those are very clear cut things that we're seeing today all over the place. And I, I love that. And I think that's a, a wonderful reminder. Uh, again, the first thing is, right, Nathan, if they deny the Lord, the question is when we ask people, what do you believe about Jesus Christ? And their answer immediately will let us know where they're at. Yes, absolutely. And, and if you want, I've got a teaching video on that. It's called The Inbox. It's the 10th one, How Do We Identify a False Prophet? You can find that on our website at christinprophecy.org, on our YouTube channel, Christ in Prophecy as well. Uh, you know, we wanted to get here at the ministry to help people discern false prophets. So we have a whole video teaching about how to discern a false prophet, and it's short too. It's only a few minutes long. So it works with <laughs> the modern day attention span. I love that, Nathan. I love that. And of course, Ezekiel, during the, while he was writing uh, to God's people, again, he wanted to warn them about these individuals. And there in Ezekiel chapter three, excuse me, chapter 13, verses three through seven, he continues to address them. Nathan, will you be able to read for us there chapter 13, verses 13, uh, three through um, seven, just in case someone tuned in doesn't have a Bible? Absolutely. Let's pick up with verse three. Thus says the Lord God, woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. O Israel, your prophets are like foxes in the deserts. You have not gone up into the gaps to build a wall for the house of Israel to stand in battle on the day of the Lord. They've envisioned futility and false divination, saying, thus says the Lord, but the Lord has not sent them. Yet they hope that the words may be confirmed. Have you not seen a futile vision and have you not spoken false divination? You say the Lord says... I have not spoken. Mm, it's, uh, I love that, right, Nathan? There's a lot of voices speaking, but are they really the voice of the Lord? You made such good points earlier that people need to recognize this is what the Bible says. A lot of people are saying a lot of things, but we need to open up the word of God and see if it holds water. I'm always amazed, Nathan, how many people follow the prophecies of Nostradamus and they claim how accurate he was, right? But according to what you read for us in Deuteronomy, he's a false prophet. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you, I think you nailed it on the head. How do we become discerning? How do we know what's truth and what's false? We read the Bible. Why do you think that secular America and the secular world, for that matter, is trying so desperately to kick God out of every venue? Uh, just recently uh, in the Texas area here, we had a school board meeting and a number of the parents wanted a lot of filthy pornographic books taken out of the schools. They don't belong. So what did the school board do in kind of in revenge? They took everything that was Christian out and they left all the dirty stuff. The parents are in an uproar. But why does the evil people of this world not want our children reading the Bible? Because the Bible will teach them the truth and help them discern falsehood. It's satanic, brother. I, I, we just got to admit it because Ephesians tells us it is. It's satanic that Satan's forces working behind the scenes in either gullible or willing people. And that's what we've got here. We've got gullible or willing people trying to pull people away from God. But if you read your Bible, then you will have discernment and you will know the truth. And the truth, as this program is called, will what? Set you free. I love that. <laughs> that's, and that's why we encourage you guys, tune in to the truth will set you free. Uh, and Nathan, we also want to clarify false prophets. And sometimes when someone makes uh, a few maybe 
errors in quoting a verse, but they get the wrong verse. Sometimes you and I are doing the program and we meant to say uh, Revelation 13 and we'll quote something else. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about deliberately, uh, 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 deliberately swaying people in that wrong direction for their own gain. In other words, false prophets have an agenda. It's not a casual mistakes or maybe misquoting something, but they continuously sprinkle lies to sway the public or sway the people from God's truth. And in the, and, and in the end, people end up uh, uh, in, in, in destruction, if you will. Well, I, I mean, think about speaking for God when he hasn't spoken something. This is the God of the universe who created the universe. He's got all the power. He's created all those galaxies and planets and stars. He, he destroyed the world in the flood and he promises he will destroy the world again in fire. And we have the gall to go out and speak in his name. Brother, it is a huge responsibility. And folks, it's not one that Vic and I take lightly. I only want to speak what the Bible teaches. If I go outside of those bounds, oh, I'm going to be held in serious responsibility for that before the Lord. And who wants to stand before an awesome and powerful God lying in his name? Brother, people would be terrified of doing such a thing. And Nathan, you know, Nathan, you and I started journeying through the book of Ezekiel, and that's the reason why we stick to the Bible. That's why we stick to what the text says, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, so that individuals know that it's the word of God that we're going through. We're not making things up as we, as we go along, but they can follow along and see prophetically speaking all of what the Lord has spoken. And you and I are here to say this is what the Lord says in his word, not just come and listen to Vic and Nathan, uh, because Nathan is such a good-looking guy. No, I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> uh, no, you have that Latin American charm, brother. <laughs> but Nathan, but the truth is, people follow today, uh, uh, you know, celebrities. They follow people based on their looks or how eloquent they speak or how many likes they have on YouTube. But yet, we should really be saying, wait a minute, is what they're saying true? Does it hold to the Word of God, or are these just popular speakers? And throughout history, there have always been false prophets, false Christ, who have been popular. The Antichrist is going to be that greatest example of the greatest deceiver of all times. And that's why so many people, right, Nathan, are going to be duped into his lies. Oh, man. Not just his. He's, his number two man is actually the Bible calls him the false prophet. So even though we have all these cults and false religions and stuff, during the tribulation time period, the Bible talks about how in the first half of the tribulation— all these false religions will be kind of put under one roof. It's called uh, the Mystery Babylon World Religion. It's a kumbaya, let's link arms. You, you see the Pope right now uh, talk about it all the time. He shows all these religious faiths standing together in harmony. That's the religion of the first half of the tribulation. And But that religion will be destroyed and replaced by Antichrist worship, which is in true Satan worship because Satan will be worshiped the Antichrist. And I'll have this false prophet will be like his high priest. And he will do nothing but spout lies about the all day long to get people to worship the Antichrist. And that's happening to the world. I mean, you can already see the delusion that's going on in the world right now. Uh, the things that people are believing that men and can be women and women can be men and that children should be able to change their genders. And it's OK to murder your babies and and just horrible, horrible things that are going on. It's all part of that one world satanic system that's pushing the world towards eventually, as the Bible prophesies, a religion that worships Satan, Satan worship. 
Nathan, what an excellent point. And as we look at Ezekiel chapter 13, this is why we see this indictment. Uh, again, God was pronouncing a certain judgment and others were saying something different. And yet Ezekiel uh, speaks to us clearly here of, of what to expect. So Nathan, I'm going to pick it up in chapter 13, verses 8 through 11. And maybe you can bring us uh, through 12 and 15 again, just in case someone doesn't have a Bible. Let's do it. Yeah, so chapter 13, verse 8, again, says, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have spoken nonsense and envisioned lies, therefore I am indeed against you, says the Lord. My hand, the Lord God, my hand will be against the prophets who envision futility and who divide, divide lies. They shall not be in the assembly of my people, nor be written in the record of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord God. Verse 10, because indeed, because they have seduced my people, saying peace when there is no peace and one builds a wall. And they plaster it with untampered mortar. And then, say to, oh, you want me to pick up an 11? Yes, please. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, sure. Say to those who plaster it with untempered mortar that it will fail. There will be flooding rain, and you, oh, great hailstone shall fall, and a stormy wind shall tear it down. Surely when the wall has fallen, will it not be said to you, where is the mortar which you plastered it? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will cause a stormy wind to break forth in my fury, there will be flooding rain in my anger and great hailstones and fury to consume it. So I will break down the wall you have plastered with untempered mortar and bring it down to the ground so that its foundation will be uncovered. It will fall and you'll be consumed in the midst of it. Then you shall know I am the Lord. Thus will I accomplish my wrath on the wall and on those who have plastered it with untempered mortar. And I will say to you, the wall is no more, nor those who plastered it. Now, uh, Vic, you had a lot of experience with plaster as you were building a church maybe you can you can explain what in the world is ezekiel talking about here <laughs> well nathan i don't know if i have a lot of experience with plaster but what does come to mind is that god here is pronouncing his fury and his wrath that is going to come on these uh, on the uh, on on for what they're saying and one of the things nathan that actually comes to mind is really what the Bible says in Revelation chapter 6, verses 12 through 17 as well, that when God pronounces his wrath and his judgment, people will be crying out for the rocks to fall on them. And what I notice here is that there's a timing for everything, and God's peace and his patience will run out. Verse 13 said, therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will cause a stormy wind to break forth in my fury, and there shall there shall be a flooding rain in my anger and great hailstones in fury to consume it. And Nathan, I believe here is talking about how God's judgment was going to come on these individuals because they were not heeding to what he was telling them to do. And therefore, we see these prophecies being fulfilled in the following chapters as we will look here in Ezekiel chapter 13 and 14. Yeah, and I think verse 16 nails who he's talking to. He says, that is the prophets of Israel who prophesy concerning Jerusalem and who see visions of peace for her when there is no peace, says the Lord. So that's who the Lord's talking about right now. Again, in Ezekiel's time period, uh, the Israelites had been so evil for so long that God was going to send Nebuchadnezzar down to exile them out of the land and take them up to Babylon and put them in judgment. Ezekiel's with one of the first of three exiles over the course of 20 years or so. And that's what Ezekiel's seeing. These people are saying, oh, king, king. Everything's going to be great. You don't have to worry about the, the Lord's got the temple here. Uh, nothing. There's going to be peace and prosperity. 
And God said, I didn't say that. I want you to be punished and exiled. Why? Well, your sins need punishing. But for the most part, I want you to repent and return to me. That's that's what the Lord had been calling for hundreds of years and the people refused to do. And as long as the false prophets are out there lying in the Lord's name, the people aren't repenting and returning to him. And that's what he really wanted. That's what he said he wanted. And uh, brother, I think we live in the same time period. The Lord's saying, hey, I'm going to bring judgment on this world. I have prophesied the tribulation. And we have people even within the church are saying, nah, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, they take a spiritualized interpretation of scripture. Everything's going to be good. But they are thwarting God's purpose. And that's for the redemption of a remnant of the people. Mm -hmm. I love the name. You know, there's people today relying on false peace, like nothing is going to happen. The world is going to continue. Peace, peace. Yet the Bible says there is no peace. And I believe that mm -hmm. in order for someone to have uh, true peace, it's only found in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what I want to encourage you. If you don't know the Lord, if you haven't entered into his peace, uh, we want to give you an opportunity to do just that because God loves you. He has a wonderful plan for your life. And maybe right now God is knocking down all the fake plastered walls in your life so that you can enter into a relationship with him. And if that's you, if you find uh, yourself in, in some kind of turmoil, maybe God wants to get your attention because you have not been following him. So, Nathan, we have about a minute uh, uh to the close of the program. I just love the way that you're able to just share with people the quick way and how they can come to know the Lord. Uh, uh, and may you be able to share that. Maybe there's someone out there that doesn't have a relationship with the Lord, but in a, in a nutshell, how they can start the relationship even right now from wherever they are. Time to admit you're a sinner, repent of your sin, and ask Jesus Christ to be the Lord and Savior of your life. Pray from your heart that, and Jesus will forgive you, your sins will be gone and you'll inherit eternal life with him forever. I love that. Thank you, Nathan. And remember, we're here for you. If you accept the Christ, hey, reach out to us. Let us know. We would love to pray with you and send you a Bible study guide so that you can grow in your relationship with the Lord. And we want to congratulate you. There's a there's a celebration in heaven for every sinner that repents and turns to Christ. And Nathan and I are always rejoicing when people turn to the Lord. Let us know that you accepted the Lord. Call us or text us 305-992-9537 or write to us here at Christ in Prophecy. And we simply want to rejoice with you because God has a wonderful plan for your life. Nathan, thank you so much for sharing with us those wonderful eight steps. I love that in how to determine who's a false prophet and who's not. And we hope that people will do their homework and know that the Lord is coming back soon. But we need to be good students of the word of God. Right, Nate? Amen, brother. Amen. And of course, we ran out of segment for this uh segment of the program we ran out of time but we want to encourage you to continue to keep your eyes on the lord he has a wonderful plan for your life so vic batista nathan jones saying goodbye may the lord bless you and keep you may his face shine upon you we hope you guys have a great week